Just as a warning, this episode may have some content that may be deemed inappropriate for younger viewers, so with that, viewer discretion is advised. Hello, Spoogies, and welcome to another episode of D.L. Holmes Presents. Do you follow the rules? Do you trust your intuition, your gut feeling? Do you steer clear when there's fears to be had? Not always, right? Everybody doesn't do the right thing all the time. Surely you've stepped on a crack or walked under a ladder. Not thrown salt over your shoulders after someone sweeps your feet. What about the more obvious signs? What if they're there for more of a reason than we think? I guess it depends on who put the warning there, right? And we never really know. Well, tonight's episode is going to touch briefly on that and a tale that I call Caution. Branson had to piss, like, almost immediately. He had to piss, actually, since before he left the house, but told himself eh, to be fine for the car ride, not predicting the morning traffic that was going to lead him on his way to his prize. He'd run out of paint and decided that he wanted to finish his masterpiece today, his hopeful winning entry to a local art contest that he'd entered about three years before with no... Claims to show for any type of reward. Three years of promoting and networking in a community he couldn't really stand had amounted to just about nothing, but something about it, something about this year, just said, go for it. And here he was out of crimson red. He toiled over maybe blending the color, maybe lightening it, maybe darkening it, but no, he needed it in its purest form. So he went to his local hobby shop, trying to drive beyond the speed limit, but not being able to go over 45 because of the brown sedan and the blue Toyota that just kept getting in his way. So he turned off and pulled into a local grocery store and ran towards the back. As he got back there, he noticed just on the floor a yellow caution sign right in front of the men's room. He also realized that he'd never really been to this part of the store before. He turned around to look to see if any employees were nearby. Maybe somebody had just left it there. Human error. Someone lazy. Maybe someone was in there. But he didn't see anyone, actually. Just a blinking light illuminating some small corners of darkness. There actually weren't any food aisles near here. And he began questioning how he even knew this bathroom was here, but just assumed he caught it out the corner of his eye before. But there was the sign his one obstacle to relief, and he decided that it was not a weighty obstacle at all. So Branson took the sign, flipped it on the side, and went into the restroom. He unzipped so quickly that the tip of his cock tapped the ceramic on the urinal before he started to relieve himself against the little scented cone that was in the center. He hadn't taken the time to notice if anybody else was in there with him. But that groaning 
and someone was having a not-so-great morning. Uh... Branson looked over to the side. Hey, man, I feel you. Coffee runs right through me. I'll run right through you. Suddenly the lights were off. They flickered back on as Branson shaked and tried to shove himself back into his pants, but he looked. And as the flickering stopped, there was no one there. He tried to hold himself a bit so that he could finish the piss just in case it was nothing. It's like all at once he was scared, paranoid, ready to fight, flight or flight, ready to run. <laughs> he whipped it out, finished relieving himself. Obviously someone was in there. He wasn't hearing voices. <laughs> One foot hit the ground. One bare, gray-skinned foot with clawed nails scraping against the ground. I'll run right through you. Branson stopped. He wasn't just pinching the tip of his cock anymore. He damn near ripped it off, shoving it back into his pants, flinging himself against the wall and staring at the door. It started shaking. Branson looked. The other foot hit the ground, just as gross and decayed as the first one. Why did you disturb me? Dude, it's a public restroom. What the fuck are you talking about? Branson said. Didn't you see the sign? Branson couldn't catch his breath. It's like the last one that left just flew so far from his body that he couldn't reach it if he wanted to, running through the walls. He noticed the door had stopped shaking and had slowly begun to open. He panicked. He felt like he was going to pass out. He tried to remain still. Hell, he tried to run. He tried to anything but lose consciousness because he didn't know where he'd wake up. Heaven? Hell? Who was he kidding? He wasn't going to heaven. Suddenly the door opened. Lazy employee with a mop, just staring. Dude, what are you doing here? Dude, get out the fucking bathroom. Branson found his footing in his breath and shoveled out the door. When he did, the employee mopped up what looked like maybe some pinkish liquid that he had removed from the women's bathroom. Flipped the sign back over and put it in front of the door. The employee looked more irritated than anything as Branson searched his face for an answer. But all Branson got was a finger pointing straight at his nose and then back at the sign. Caution. Branson ran out of the grocery store that day for the last time because he never went back to shop there again. Hey, spookies. So how much do you feel like I told you that that was based on a true story? How much do you feel like I told you that most of my tales are based on true stories? I'm 
talking to the artist out there uh, briefly, <laughs> um, conversations come up recently about art in general, finding the motivation to keep writing, drawing, painting, and finding the motivation to write, draw, paint, shoot, whatever it is that you do, and how much of that comes from you, and what writer's block or art block really is. And just briefly, someone said something interesting recently, and I wanted to address it, and it was that writer's block, art block, you know, an inability to shoot, an inability to conceptualize, comes from a fear of putting your real self out there and having it rejected or just not liked. You ever think about how in your head you're the superhero in your own comic? I mean, even if you have the lowest of self-esteem, like you honestly cannot see from anybody else's eyes. When you wake up, it's your reflection in the mirror. So the concept of burying your soul and having no one really see it or having someone misinterpret it or having it not viewed, not even necessarily the way that you view it, but the way that you intended for it to be viewed once you put it out there is frightening. And in that, it's not that you don't know what to write or you don't know what to draw, you don't know what to paint. It's that you just don't want to let it go, you know? And given it's not so easy just to turn certain inspirations into more or less monstrous versions of themselves and just find a genre that allows you a certain level of creativity in that process, but I dare all of you to stare back at that fear and just do it. Write that book. Paint that erotic self-portrait, you know? Shoot that sexy swamp devil photo shoot, you know? But Sing a song about a Ruguru, you know? So I can just do it. Because just like talk therapy can help people, just like talking to her, just like getting it out there, you know. If for no one else, if you're going to be the hero in your own story, let there be stories. Let there be tales. Let there be uh, monuments and things to interpret for yourself so that you can look at it and find joy in yourself. It's another way to, it's another way to like yourself. You know, don't keep that from you because you're too scared to share it with other people. On that note, sometimes a yellow light means stop. So don't use grocery store bathrooms unless you really have to. And uh, be mindful. We're heading into a you know, it's the second month of a new year. A lot of, a lot of numerology, a lot of forewarnings, a lot of signs that I guess we're all trying not to interpret or trying to ignore, paying too much attention to. And all I want to say, going forwards, as I have, is that I appreciate all of you, and I love all of you. I love the support. I love telling stories and interacting with all of you. But I definitely want you all to be careful and be safe. Because, um, you know, this is fun for me, but I like to think it's fun for y'all too. And I'd hate if we couldn't do this because you decided to ignore a sign. Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the week. I can't wait to tell you a new tale next week. And until then, pleasant sleep and erotic nightmares. <laughs>